You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 82 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Development MVP Sebastian Lever. <laughs> Hey, this is Christian Buckley with another MVP Buzz Chat, and I'm interviewing here this morning, uh, Sebastian. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Yeah, you can't just wave. You have your voice has to yeah, come through from yeah. the camera to switch over. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, hey. So what? <laughs> hey, there you are. Uh, <laughs> hey, why don't you introduce yourself for those that don't know you, where you are, who you are, what you do, all that stuff. So my name is, uh, I'm going to say it correctly. It's usually I don't do that. My name is Sébastien Levert, which uh, actually means Sebastian. Uh, um, I am uh, an MVP, an office dev MVP from uh, Canada. So uh, from beautiful, this, this morning, snowy Montreal. Uh, already had like 15 centimeters of snow since this morning. So pretty, uh, pretty good amount. Um, been in the SharePoint space forever. Love to say that I was born in SharePoint. First gig was in SharePoint, never got to escape. I guess something happened and I'm tied to that type of technology. Been MVP for now uh, almost six years. Huh? And um, I'm a dev, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a geek. I love to geek out. I love to code. I don't code as much as I used to. I do mostly PowerPoints these days, but uh, it's an, another type of coding. To clarify, uh, yeah. yeah, you're not coding for PowerPoint here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm using, code. I'm yeah. utilizing PowerPoint as <laughs> my coding tool. Yeah. Uh, no, so I'm, I, I lead a, um, a product company. So we, uh, I work for a company called Valo Intranet where we build digital workplace solutions and I'm their uh, product lead. So I lead the entire product suite that we have uh, that sits on top of Microsoft 365. So that's what and I do. You guys are, I would say that, you know, look, I don't know, I'm not watching the space as closely, the whole internet in a box type. I don't know if you even like that, that uh, moniker. Well, thing. It's, but, it's, it's, it's part of the game. <laughs> but I would say that, I mean, uh, from outward appearances, I think Valo is probably the largest now in the space. And think, you guys I, have had a ton of success. Yeah, yeah we've, we've been, we've had a huge growth in the last uh, three years, like like massive growth from when I joined the team, I think we're like 12, like a really, wow. really small team. And it's been three years now and now we're like over 65 across the world from basically all time zones. You're getting really good at time zone management when you're working in a, in a global team like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, from a team we grow, we, uh, we have grown a lot, but also from a product perspective, I think we, uh, we're really, 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 uh, grateful of our success and we're trying to keep that uh, on and to make sure that we have huge success also in the future. You know, it's interesting. I was, uh, of course, interviewing uh, Sam Marshall with Clearbox yeah. Consulting and they do their internet in a box report and we're talking about this space. And I don't know if you saw that, that interview, but uh, I shared the, the back when Jeff Teeper was getting back into the SharePoint space and he met with a bunch of us from the community and wanted to get our thoughts about what's missing in SharePoint. And he talked about at that point that so much of the focus on making SharePoint more beautiful and, uh, you know, and, and, and adding functionality and integration, all that kind of stuff. But I asked him, I said about the, you know, his thoughts on the internet in a box space. And he said, you know, with what we're coming out with, I, I really see this, space just kind of dwindling and going away there won't be a need for it 
And it's funny, I interviewed him a couple years later. Um, so that was like, what, four years ago, I think. Yeah, uh, four or five years ago. Yeah, I interviewed him a couple years later, and this has ex expanded and exploded. Um, yeah. And I mentioned to this to him again, uh, just like a couple months ago, again, reflecting on the continued growth. And he said, yeah, it really caught them by surprise that it's, yeah. it's remained such a big space. I mean, what do you what do you attribute that to? Because SharePoint certainly has improved. Yep, but I think it has improved for the smaller customers, making it easy to use as a, as a small organization or small to medium. Uh, what we see is is the the total opposite on the huge organization space where they they require much more than what is inside SharePoint Online today, and this is because they, they, they need those new functionalities to really support their own business. And this, that's the part that, is, that is, might be missing. And that's the part I think that might be left out uh, by Microsoft on purpose. They, they don't want to go into like the every single business requirements that every single business has. They want to build a foundation of, of an internet. And that's, what, that's how we see it. We, we, we don't see us competing uh, against Microsoft. We see us augmenting the current capabilities sure. um, ba back five years ago internet in the box were competing against microsoft microsoft had no real offering they were using the stacks or they were actually leveraging the investment that customers already made on on sharepoint and they just add everything in there especially in the publishing side of things where there was no internet out of the box in sharepoint you had to build it all yourself uh, right. but today yes we see customers coming coming out and say hey we already have that communication site or a couple of communication sites and hub sites and here's how we we manage to make it happen but you know what we might want to push that to the next level and this is where valo comes into play so we're, ha we're we're happy to see microsoft that's been the kind of their model though is to go and and build that foundation they've been now look you can go and argue the fact that microsoft will compete with its own ecosystem at different times and, and look any any technology company has to constantly innovate. And sometimes yes. that means that you're going to go and look at what's being successful. And I think Microsoft's perspective is, you know, what is going to sell net new licenses of yep. Office 365, Microsoft 365. And so sometimes it just makes sense to go and duplicate a capability that exists in the partner community or, or acquire a company that's, that's done that successfully from the community. But I, I don't look at that as competing so much as just a necessary part of innovation. And, and for me, as a, a product lead, if Microsoft is taking on something that would cost me resources and efforts to build and maintain and sustain, I'm happy to give that back to Microsoft. Okay, take that part, because now I don't need to invest in that foundational element I'm going to go somewhere else and I'm going to go and innovate on, I don't know, chatbots and um, uh, proper uh, policies hub or whatever you want to, you want to call. And for me, that's just a way to, okay, we, we did it. We came to a point where it was pretty good. Microsoft kind of caught up with us. I'm happy to give it back to Microsoft and say, okay, do your stuff. We're going to leverage this. Then afterwards, move on. A good example of that is Valo has been very uh, famous for its multilingual aspect. Yeah. It's hard to make multilingual work. Um, and Microsoft is now pushing a 
first version of their multilingual for communication site. Will that support all our customers? Definitely not, and we know that. But will that answer questions for smaller customers? Yes. So you know what? Instead of offering um, um, another option for them, we're going to just integrate Microsoft Multilingual as part of our own offering and have our own bigger or enterprise version of multilingual for bigger customers. So instead of investing for smaller customers on the multilingual and making it easy, we're just going to leverage what Microsoft is, is doing and we're going to innovate somewhere else. Well, that's, yeah, I, I think that's the right strategy too, is that, uh, again, you, and of course, you're not just thinking about, um, again, competing with Microsoft in that space. There's, you know, going back to Clearbox Consulting and their report, they're tracking over 80 yeah, different players in yeah. the space. Um, so there's just a lot to for for you as a product owner to think about. You know, hey, hey, what do we need to go and provide for our clients? And 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 that market is really active. And what I like is even though some of those companies that we compete against are doing stuff differently, that's what I love. It's the fact that everyone has their own take on the digital workplace. A totally other angle that happens for us. It's um, all about being as close as possible to Microsoft. We don't want to uh, change the nature of SharePoint. We want to leverage it and, and to enhance it, but not change the nature of SharePoint. So we, we've always been like that and we'll always be like that. That's, that's our way to do it. Some others are totally changing how SharePoint is working. And that's what some customers are looking for. And that's on, on either side, there's a risk. Are you too close to Microsoft so we don't, like, can I see the value? Or are you so far away from Microsoft that when Microsoft changes something, everything breaks. Stuff, stuff goes boom. So it's, it's really our take, uh, but it's, it's a really fun space. And this year with, uh, with the Clearbox report, we've been pretty quite happy about the results and, and we, uh, we're happy to see that there is a lot of demand. So, Well, you know, it's always great when you're on top and then they come after you. So just watch for <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, so with all this going on, I mean, so kind of what are you actively presenting on, talking on? Because I know you're, hey, you're wearing your SharePoint Fest, yes. uh, you know, branding there, like you do a lot of events. So kind of what are the topics that you're covering right now? Um, my, my topics right now are, I'm kind of switching from a very, very, very dev-focused uh, session to a little bit more on the internet side of things. And the reason why is I'm spending so much time um, building our products at Valo that I gained a lot of knowledge around how to utilize this beast, which is SharePoint Online. So a lot of stuff around um, how to build like your ultimate intranet in an hour. What are the different building blocks that you can leverage that really makes a difference for, for the organization? So this is one of the sessions that I'm doing. I'm still doing extremely geeky session at the same time. Still doing chatbots in Office 365. So how, how to connect to the graph and all those different really cool tech. Um, but that, from a Microsoft perspective, a lot of these texts are kind of siloed and it's hard to connect the dots. So I'm, I'm there to kind of connect the dots with, my, um, with the people, lots of questions in those sessions. That brings really a lot of uh, interesting discussions. And the last one usually is around Teams. Who doesn't want to know more around Teams? And this is how to bring your investments you've already done in SharePoint Online to Microsoft Teams from a dev perspective. So how to build tabs, how to build personal apps using either the SharePoint framework or even looping in some of your Power Apps or your SharePoint pages. And 
those talks are kind of what the ones that I'm currently seeing left and right in, uh, in, in those different conferences. So I do have a question, which I'm sure uh, is out of the blue. You've probably never received this question uh, from any of your audiences. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't keep my game face. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm scared now. <laughs> no, but uh, of, uh, you know, so you talk about what you do in the day job around uh, building intranets and of course, leveraging the conversations you're having with, with customers, yeah. how they're deploying that, what they're building out, why they're doing the things, the kinds of questions that they have. Now, I'm sure you're asked all the time is, now where does Teams fit? If I'm going and building out this intranet and it's, it's got a lot of this capability, there's overlap there. Yep. How does Teams play with intranets with your clients? I never heard that question. I know. I, that's why <laughs> it was something that I just want to make sure that it's okay. It's trademarked now. That question <laughs> to you. So the, it happened here first. The Buckley's question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so it's actually, um, uh, yes, we get asked that a lot. And it's something that we've been thinking a lot lately uh, from a, even from a, the community. I think everyone in the community is still like trying to figure that out. Um, for me, I see them as an amazing way to complete each other. Um, I don't believe that Teams is a corporate communication device. Right now, it's conversational. Everything is conversation. Yes, there's files. Yes, there's tabs. Yes, there's power, like personal apps or whatever. But in the end, what do you do in Teams? You discuss topics around Teams. That's, that's what you do. Um, and the corporate communications is, is not, there's no right or good option today. Uh, there's the post to multiple channels opportunity now, which is impossible to keep track on like around the discussions. There's no way of having like a single thread. Um, so it's, it's really, really not meant, meant for that. And this is where I, I see the internet falling into play. This is where I see the internet still being the, co the corporate communication um, environment or corporate communication device that can be embedded as part of Microsoft Teams. So we, that's what we're working on at Valo to build a fully personalized experience in Teams as part of your left rail in Teams to have your communication channels where you will be able to engage, to comment, to like, to really bring this um, into a real digital workplace, but never leave your productivity uh, at workspace. And I think I almost see Teams as the new operating system of the future. Yeah. Where do I start my day? In Teams. Where do I end up my day? In Teams. And I'm getting more used to um, editing content in the web. So I actually now edit content directly from within Microsoft Teams. Literally, that's my new browser. So why don't we bring the internet to this new browser? So I see the communication and the collaboration. Teams is amazing from a collaboration standpoint. So Teams and personal apps and internet, when they come together, actually deliver the full, fulfills the, fully, the, like the full vision of a digital workplace, which Teams alone is not, which the internet alone is not. When we bring all those together, plus third-party systems, I think you really get to a point where well, that's exactly spot on. Well, that's been, I mean, we, we kind of had a, a, a version of this conversation with the SharePoint versus Yammer, yeah. um, you know, and, and when do we use Yammer? When do we use, you know, the intranet? Let's, let's say intranet, not SharePoint. Um, you know, the SharePoint is 
within now it's across the, the, the entire stack. And when you're, you know, a uh, uh, group enabled, you know, Yammer sites, then when you save a file in Yammer, it's in SharePoint as well. Um, but there, there's, so this question has been out there. People are like, where do I start my day? And, and I would always answer that like, well, it depends on your organization. My little company, myself, and I've got part-time employees, we live inside of teams. It doesn't make sense for us to have an intranet. Most organizations, however, they would say they, you start your day at, like side of Microsoft, it was MSW, their intranet. Uh, most organizations, that's, that's where they're going to have the communications, the news, the broadcast messages. Um, and uh, I, I think you were in the room at the MVP Summit, uh, I think two years ago, where they announced the expansion of the number of users in a Microsoft team yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, to you know, 5,000 or whatever. 5, 000, yeah. Room booed. This is a room of like 200 MVPs like for this update and when they announced that and they were all excited to announce to the product team and the room people were like no it's not the use case it's like it doesn't make any sense like do, do you know a team of 5,000 people <laughs> well it's, it, 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 so you might have uh, you know your organization in there and uh, for those larger enterprises I mean that's they're not gonna be satisfied until yep. they can get all 250,000 of their employees yep. in that space and then again, it's the wrong place for that kind of communication to, in my opinion, to reach the, those, those people. Um, but it, it kind of comes back to that, you know, what is your model for collaboration and communication? You, you can't just look at, uh, well, here, here are the limits of the size of a team of a community within Yammer, and here's what we do in SharePoint, kind of go by those. You need to have that strategy no, where yeah. those things are. and It's, it's bigger than that. It, you, you cannot just say, okay, we, th this is the limit. Let's, we need more. Let's, let's find something else. I think it's more around how you can utilize all those tools together to fulfill everything. And that's why um, even today, I'm, I was really happy when they announced like, the closer integration of Yammer and Microsoft Teams because they do serve different purpose. Yep. And uh, a good example is uh, at Valo, we're managing our partner network through Yammer. Yep. We could not do that through Microsoft Teams. It's, it's not the purpose of Microsoft Teams today. Maybe it, it might get there at some point. Yeah, you, but, you can have external guests and things out yeah. there, but it's, it's still not the same. And not, I agree, because I mean, that, that was a use case that I, for years, have been talking about for Yammer, where in seconds, I can go and throw together an external community where I can bring in 10 people from 10 different companies and to collaborate around this, this, uh, this community centered on, you know, my project, my, my program that I've developed. And can you do that and invite everybody in as a guest into a team, into that channel? It's like, yeah, and and there's a little bit more to manage, and it's a little more noisy around that. But it's again that that community of excellence that yeah exactly is is, is a Yammer uh, use case exactly. So that's that's the thing. Now being a HQ in in Europe, that brings a lot of challenges today. The way that Yammer is closing the walls of Yammer in Europe, uh, so that 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 brings challenges, but. Still today, we really believe that the three of them, so SharePoint Online as a 
presentation layer collaboration uh, processor almost, uh, Teams as your operating system and Yammer as your external uh, um, community management is, is what really brings everything together, it ties everything together. So yeah. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's a fun place to swim in. <laughs> There's so many things. Well, and, and you know, it, it's, uh, as, as you know, I mean, people like the, the guidance to be very prescriptive. They're asking Microsoft, tell us the right way to do this. And Microsoft's answer for the last few years has been, there isn't a right or a wrong way to do it. Here's the capability. In some cases, there's overlap and what can be done between these, these platforms, these workloads, figure and, out what best fits your organization. And I don't think it's to Microsoft to dictate when to use what. Um, the, 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 and, and that's what you see. A bunch of different product teams at Microsoft are doing a bunch of different things that sometimes feel similar, but kind of fulfills different gaps. And you just need to take whatever you want Make them work together. Be integrate those technologies. Don't build those technologies. Integrate them and match them to your needs. And and that's it. This week, with everything around that Outlook Spaces or whatever is it called. I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter. Kind of a leak went out. A bunch of people. I started using it. Hacked their browser to support that new Outlook Spaces. And like, well, that's someone said, and that was actually very fair. Is that the new OneNote? Like. I don't know. It's a new usage of, so it's, it's really interesting how multiple scenarios and multiple requirements can be fulfilled by now a plethora of, of technology. Well, and with something that is different from Microsoft 10 years ago is the fact that you have that unifying factor of the Microsoft graph. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, the, and that's just something that's, that is so critical that you could have these different front-end user experiences. However, if all that data is written to, captured by uh, the, the graph, essentially you, you have it like a, this, this massive API where you can access all of that data. So it doesn't matter what happens in the presentation layer, the, the front end of that, you know that there'll be a common way that you can go and get to that data, to that content, to those conversations. Of course, it's not all out there yet and available. There are uh, plenty of requests out to, yeah. the, uh, uh, to the graph your team to, to expand the API and its, its capabilities, but there's that piece. I'm a, I also am a big fan of, I just presented on this and we'll be talking to this uh, a, a few times in the coming weeks, but is the, how they're, they're also, uh, bring tasks together and it speaks yes. to that same strategy. So no matter where, if you're creating a task or are assigned a task, whether it's in Outlook or in Teams or in Planner or an MS project or wherever it is, that you'll be able to surface those things through Planner as well as To-Do. Yep. So there will be that, common platforms for tasks. I don't know how many times, when I used to do consulting, how many times I could ask, can you build me a dashboard of all my tasks? Yeah. I've built that 25 times, probably already in different projects. And now like, was about time that this was done. One of the best, I'm using Outlook on the web exclusively. I, I don't use Outlook desktop at all. Oh. Um, uh, quite of an exercise. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm missing 
some of the features, but in, in general, it's absolutely perfect. And one of the amazing integrations that just came out is I can select any text in Outlook on the web and automatically a small bubble comes up and I have the task button. So I can make any part of text a task in my to do. And bringing this as part of your day-to-day um, -day productivity, which in that case is Outlook, but could also be fairly easily built directly from within Microsoft Teams, where you could flag messages in Teams as a potential task. This inside that dashboard of everything, it's your personal work, your teamwork, your corporate work, everything is in a single place. So it's, for me, that's a huge um, gain, a huge enhancement in productivity that is going to roll out more and more, especially in the tasks in, in Microsoft Teams that will be just yeah. off the hook. Well, I'm excited about it. It's the topic of this month's Collab Talk Tweet Jam. Oh. Uh, so if you're able to join that, I'd uh, love to add you to that. It's, like, it's, it's funny because that's, that's how I get found SharePoint. We really got involved with SharePoint. I had read about, heard about you know, SharePoint, seen it at, back in the early days, back in uh, 2004. Um, but I did a deployment in 2005 because I was a, a, a project management, a project and portfolio management platform consultant. Okay. And was doing a deployment. Uh, uh, it was, well, it was consulting with, it was an IT consultant for a company here in Utah. It's funny, living in uh, Washington State and living in Utah <laughs> or, or, or commuting to, to Utah. Did this deployment and did project server and WSS. So an early... Yeah version the foundational version of, uh, of SharePoint the good old days yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah the uh, that that's how uh, and it's funny my in my response was I tried to talk this client out of deploying SharePoint because I just thought it was crap <laughs> back in the early days. and uh, and but then I so I deployed it they insisted and I kind of caught the bug I saw the future vision yeah. And uh, then I joined Microsoft a year later, uh, but it was project management systems, uh, uh, you know, and, and that kind of got me into the SharePoint space. And, and so I'm also, uh, it, it's been a pain for me yeah, on the definitely. task management. So I'm looking forward to that strategy. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I'll join. I'll join okay. Well, I'll put you down for it. Well, Sebastian, okay. I, 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 I got to run, but uh, folks want to get in touch with you. They want to find out more about you. What are the best ways to reach you and to find you? Um, probably on Twitter at Sebastian Levert. Um, on my <laughs> on my uh, my website, SebastianLevert.com, and uh, at any conference, mainly the SharePoint Fest, a couple of SharePoint Saturdays, SharePoint Conference coming in uh, in May any of those, I'll be there. Come and talk. Just don't hesitate. Ping me and I'll, I'll be there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today and enjoy the snow. And, uh, you know, that, that lonely pillow up on the, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, it's sad. Huh? <laughs> the shelf behind you. Yeah, get them some friends up there. Some, uh, some yeah, it's going to happen this weekend. I'm going to yeah. make sure next week I have a better picture for you. All right. <laughs> cool. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Perfect. Cheers.